Welcome into another edition of Austin's Off the Air. I say it like that because we have a weekly, a daily actually, radio show Monday through Friday called Austin's On the Air. And this is our podcast. So by that fact, it is off the air. So we call it Austin's Off the Air. It makes a ton of sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Austin's Off the Air is kind of a behind the scenes look, as I said, and it's kind of a business focused podcast because Londa and I in our day jobs are business people. I do home mortgages, you do real estate, and we own a consulting firm. And this program's brought to you by that consulting firm, (laughs) Sherwood Austin Solutions. Listen, if you're having trouble with your uh, first impressions in your company, Londa is going to help solve that problem. If you need help with first impressions, if you want to tune up your sales team, reach out to Londa today, Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. That's Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. It's a great time to be in business. Why not be in business with us? Oh, with us. Hello. Welcome. I'm excited to be here with you today. And you said to me just a few minutes ago, you don't know what to talk about on this edition of the program. And I think those make the best episodes because when when we start talking (laughs) about, say, the sales process, you come to life. And you're great at it. Mm. One thing that I did um, last weekend was I sat an open house in Scott, Louisiana with a realtor buddy of mine named Carrie Kennedy, super kid, uh, really strong sales agent. Not a kid. Right, but relatively (laughs) new. You know what I mean? He's not new to sales. He's relatively new to real estate. He's been in about a year now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got to tell you, he does all the right things. He's interested in people. He greets people with a friendly smile and really wants to connect with everybody who walks through any place he's working. And I think that's the the way to start. Well, if you're not closing business, and what I mean by that is closing appointments, closing customers and converting them to clients, etc., if you're not doing that in your open houses, why are you doing open houses Right at all? Yeah. Why are you doing them? I love it when a realtor says to me, David, open houses don't work. <laughs> and I said, well, w- what does work look like to you? Ooh, good question. And all of them say, well, you never sell a house at an open house. I've done it. Yeah, so have I. So I know that's not true, but in reality, typically... If you're not there to grow your sphere of influence, you're there for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Well, you're there to do business, however right. it comes to you. Right. You know, and being open to the business is what you've got to really be aware of, right? Because who knows what kind of business it's going to be. Sure. It might be that somebody comes in and they've already got a realtor, mm-hmm. they've got a list agent, they've got a buy agent, they're just... Go to open houses and you know their agents because you're smart enough to ask them, oh, who who's your agent? Right. Because I know everybody, right? Sure. And they tell you and you're like, oh, that person's great. And you know that after the open house, you're going to follow up with their agent and let them know they were there. Yes. And thank you for sending your clients my way, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it might be that they say, say to you, yeah, we're just not sure, uh, you know, when, when we actually make this move, uh, I, I don't know of any good movers. I gotcha. Oh, well, I give you a referral to a mover. Here's one. Ask your realtor as well. I'm sure they have some, but here's one that I like. I mean, you just never know 
what kind of connections you're you'll be able to make for people. Mm-hmm. So part of it is just being open to that, open to the possibilities and having the expectation that you're going to make connections. Whether they seem like they're for you personally or not, right. doesn't really matter. You know, but ideally, you know, you've got people first of all, you've marketed the open house properly the week ahead of time. Sure. And that comes in lots of different ways. Yep. Uh, there's offline, online, old school, new school. You know, you you have to put it all hand in hand together. Right. Um, so that you drive traffic to your open house. Um, and then once you have the open house, hustling the whole time that you're there and asking for the business. Right. And you were saying that he did. You watched him... Uh, in that open house, mm-hmm. ask for the business right there. Yeah. Am, I, am I right? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, he is going to do a CMA for a customer uh, today mm-hmm. that came through the open house. Right. And it was really fun when they came in. I'm not giving away too much information, but when they came in, they were. I said, hi, I'm David. And the guy looks at me and goes, you sound just like you do on your radio show. Where's Londa? Where, where's Londa? <laughs> Londa was home studying for her Louisiana license. That's, That's where exactly Londa right. is. That's Londa's entire life right now yeah. is getting that license done. Okay. So. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Uh, we're kind I've of, got no agenda, yeah, so go ahead. We're kind of at a weird crossroads, and here's what I mean by that. <laughs> um, we're trying to figure out... From your mouth to God's yeah, ear. <laughs> we're trying to figure out what we want to be when we grow up, right? Because we do everything. We have a radio show. We have a podcast. We have a consulting firm. I do mortgages. You do real estate. We set people up with travel. We absolutely do. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in a weird place and we're both having some call reluctance. And here's what I mean by that. Um, you're not aggressively out working real estate businesses because you're not licensed in Louisiana. Right. I'm not aggressively out selling our radio show because I'm a lender and I want to focus on that. But what that means is we're not making as much money as we could if we were doing all the right things. So what I want to talk about is how do you do all the right things even when your mind is foggy? (laughs) That's kind of what I want to talk about. Um. Okay. Let's lay it out for the people. Uh, It's interesting because last week we were talking about opportunities, right? right? That's exactly right. And I, as the, I I made a comment about if you have an empty pipeline, show me your last 90 days of, of activity Yeah, and I'll show you why you, your pipeline's empty. And as the words came out of my mouth, I thought, oh shit. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and so it has been um, a weird, weird season for us just to be fully transparent with mm-hmm. people. And I think this will I'm hoping this will help people to not lose hope in those weird times of transition where you feel a little lost, I guess. Right. right? Yeah. So so it was interesting. We had a conversation yesterday, I think it was. And we talked about the things that make us productive. Right. And you reminded me that I'm I'm a, a systems person. Sure. I create systems for people. I identify 
identify problems, create a system to fix it, help them implement. Yes. Very easy for me. It's very hard for other people. It's very easy for me mm-hmm. to help you implement a system. Right. It's not as easy for me to make myself implement a system um, when I don't want to. And frankly, I don't want to. Right. Right. I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've been very open about my health problems. I'm struggling. Right. Um, you know, and adrenal fatigue and autoimmune and I had long COVID and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. But you still got to do it. That's so, right. How, um, do, how do you do that? So, okay. I'm going to tell you for free what I usually charge $1,000 for. Okay. So if you're ready, let's go. I'm ready. If someone's listening to this, you'll want to at some point take notes uh, if you want to learn this little system. So the first thing that you do is make a list of all the things that you need to accomplish in, let's say, a week. Okay. Just to make it simple. Yes. You're simplifying. So all the things that I have to accomplish in a week's time. Sure. You make that list. I like to use pen and paper. Okay. It feels a little more real to me. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't care where you make the list. Just make the list. Um, and then you're going to plug those, uh, uh, before you plug them in, you figure out how much time you need to assign to each one of those things. I gotcha. Okay. Yes. So this item might take 15 minutes. This item might take an hour and a half. Sure. We don't know. But you've got to assign a time frame to each one of the things on your list. Then, now we have to plug those into your calendar. I gotcha. For the week. Yep. Right? So the easiest thing for me, because I'm, you know, I don't know. I hate rules. I hate boundaries. I hate being told what to do, even by myself. Right. (laughs) I hate when I tell myself what to do. (laughs) But you like when I tell you things that you need to do, and I never do that, but you often say, is that a directive? And you're not saying it in a fighting way. You're kind you have like an excited look on your face. So you take direction very well. I do take direction really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, well, it's because I like and respect you and Mm, I... mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, let me get back to this. Okay. So you've got your list of the things you need to accomplish in a week. Yep. Okay. You've got the amount of time each task is going to take. Sure. Okay. And I mean everything. Everything you need to accomplish. Right. So it may be a really long list. That's okay. We're going we're gonna to work it down into... Something that will work for you. I got you. Because what happens sometimes during this process, always during this process, people realize they're really expecting way too much from themselves. Okay. And so you have to kind of edit the list. Sure. So now we're going to fit it into the time frame. And what I was saying is, I don't like being told what to do. I'm kind of scatterbrained. I, I have trouble sitting still. I have trouble focusing on any one thing for a very long amount of time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the worst to take to church. I can't sit for an hour. Okay. Makes me crazy. Yeah. So, so for me, I break my day into three parts Okay. rather than like the 15 minute manager or breaking your day into 30 minute schedules, you know? Sure. I'll break it into three parts, morning, afternoon, evening. Okay. Now, if you want to be more scheduled than that, be my guest. Go ahead. You know who else did morning, afternoon, evening? 
Actually, I do, because we talked about it. Right. The original uh, uh, time blocker, America's first time blocker, Benjamin Franklin. That's right. That's right. Interesting. I didn't learn that from him. I came on to that on my own. That's cool. uh, Which is interesting. Well, it's because I worked with clients who were um, like a like a high. This is a typical problem with a person who's a party personality. Sure. And I developed that for those people. Yes. That's how it came to me. So, but it, I'm not a party personality, but it works for me. So then you start plugging those things in. Mm-hmm. And this is why I like to use pen and pa- well, pencil and paper. Because there's a lot of erasing that happens. I got you. You know, I got a big pink eraser from grade school. Right. And I'm just, the another thing you can do is you can put each of them on a, um, each task and time frame on a sticky note. Sure. And then move them around in your calendar if you have the room. If you have I got a you. big calendar. Yeah. And so now you're trying to fit them in. And this is all kind of fluid, right? Mm-hmm. You're putting them in there to see, will this work? Won't this work? Maybe it will. And once you've got something in there, and again, it's all fluid. You're kind of brain dumping, right? So once you've got everything in there, you may discover, oh, all these things that I think I can accomplish in the afternoon, mm-hmm. which I would call 1 to 5 p.m., Okay. let's just say. Everything I think I can do in that four hours, but I, I've i got six hours worth of work I'm trying to squeeze into four hours. Sure. Now you start editing. I gotcha. Okay, and, and if you listen, I know because I've had that client. Well, no, I have to do all of this. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Right. Nobody's going to die if you don't. Right. So you got to really, it's hard to edit yourself and it's hard to realize you're not the most important person to do all these tasks. For example, I like to take half a day and clean my house. Right. And I usually do it on Saturday mornings. Okay. And I didn't this week. So I don't know when the hell I'm going to get it done because that's the time that I have to do it. Right. You know? Yeah. So... I didn't get the floors cleaned. I guess our floors are going to be dirty. I don't know. You know what I mean? You've sure. got to either let it go or um, delegate it to someone, right? So this is when you have to ha- make hard decisions sure. with yourself. Hey, go ahead. I was going to say, and you say that. It's not like we have uh, an animal menagerie here at the house and there's fur and fluff everywhere. There's not. You cleaned our floors last week. They're not as clean as you like them, but they're still pretty darn clean. Well, they're Gross, if, if a chip but, falls on the floor, I'm going to pick it up and eat it. Let's face it. I don't. We are not. That. We are not in a Waffle House bathroom. That's no, but not we what's do, happening at this house. Well, we kind of are because we do wear our shoes in the house. So if you think about that, we're bringing all that that schmuck in on our on our feet. But anyway, so this is when now now you're going to take it for once you have everything kind of placed and you think it might work. Now mm-hmm. you take it for a spin. Mm-hmm. And try it out. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you just move it around again. Yeah. You know? And part of this process, too, is assigning a dollar amount to each of those tasks. Sure. Because, you know, is it a $10 task or is it a $1,000 task? Right. And if it's a $10 task, your time may be better spent on the $1,000 task. For sure. And delegate the $10 task. I got you. Right? Yeah. 
So I don't delegate cleaning my house because <laughs> I'm really picky. Well, and it's therapeutic for you. When you're cleaning the house, you're doing something that you feel good doing. You know what I mean? You're not doing something that is trying to save money. You're enjoying yourself. You clean this house and listen to music and bounce around and tell me <laughs> to stay off of the floor because you like it. I know you do. You can pretend all you want, but I know you like it. It is It is kind of therapeutic for me. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's a, a weird sense of accomplishment. And it's also something that I've been responsible for in my home since I was about 10 years old. I feel exactly the same way when I'm doing the lawn. Perfectly the same. Ah, Love it. I think it's the most fun thing I do all week. <laughs> I wear my little headphones. Well, I don't feel like that. Well, but... I, I wear my little headphones. I listen to our radio program on demand on the News Talk 98.5 app. News Talk 98.5 <laughs> for those who haven't put the app on your phone. Go to the Apple Store. Go to Google Play and download it today. And that way you can hear our radio show too. But I digress. <laughs> I put on my headphones and I listen to you and you tickle me so much. When I hear your voice on the radio, I am as happy as a kid at a pie eating contest. I mean, I'm having the time of my life and that's what I love to do when I'm mowing the lawn. I'm listening to you. I'm singing a song in my heart oh. and I'm having fun. And that is therapeutic for me, just like when you clean the house. Right. Right. And I was paying a guy 350 bucks a month to do our yard work, and I was not getting that time. Right. And I finally started to get a little cagey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So there you go. That's my story about that. Right. So this is the basic process. Now, when people pay me for this, mm -hmm. I walk through this whole process with them, and I sure. pull out of them all the things that need to get done, Yes, which is a process, and even assigning a, a value to mm -hmm. it. And I use $10 and $1,000 just as an example, but sure. assigning a dollar value to each task, assigning a time frame to each task, it takes a lot of time. Um, even when someone like me is helping you, it takes a lot of time. Sure. Uh, and so, and, and then I help them put it into their calendar and I do all that asking a lot of questions about a few different things. Their personality is a big part of it. Okay. Their lifestyle is a big part of it. That includes their family members, their other commitments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are, do they volunteer different places? Do they, are they on this committee or do they, you know, have some kind of activities that they're committed to weekly that isn't work related that, you know, all that kind of thing. And then we also have to talk about recreation and we mm -hmm. also have to talk about downtime. I was just talking earlier today with um, a young professional about burnout. I gotcha. And they were talking to me about, one of their coworkers, and I said, man, it sounds like your coworker is experiencing pretty significant burnout or is right on the cusp of it. And I actually sent them our, our podcast we did last September on burnout. Okay. So hopefully that'll help. But, but <clears throat> all of the, these things that you have to put into your schedule, you have to schedule fun. Oh, oh, let me say this. Some people don't have to schedule fun, but some people do. Okay. Because otherwise they don't have fun. I, gotcha. I would never, ever do anything fun for my life, for myself at all, <laughs> unless I schedule it. I got gotcha. Which is why you're my partner, because you are spontaneous fun I all bring the, time. the fun. That's right. And why my best friend 
is also that same personality. Sure. So you two are really good for me. Right. Because you kind of get me out of my stuff and, and into some fun. Mm-hmm. I won't schedule. I would, I would just work all the time and I would just like be task focused all the time. Yes. Uh, and so you definitely have to schedule some fun. You definitely have to schedule free time where nothing is scheduled. Mm-hmm. Because I believe in, um, I believe so wholeheartedly in daydreaming mm-hmm. and doing nothing so that your brain can just think. I gotcha. This is why people come up with great ideas in the shower, mm-hmm. on airplanes, places like this, because they're not distracted by anything else and their I brain gotcha. actually has time to relax and think. Sure. So, um, So that's how you get focused. And then... The trick after you get everything in place, and remember, it's a living, breathing organism. You will change things around pretty consistently. You'll move this. That's ah, not really working there. I need to move it to here. That's okay. It's not a. It's not a life sentence. I gotcha. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a framework. Um, just like you maybe change the decor in your home from time to time. Mm-hmm. I don't like this here. I want it over here. You know. Um, or you wear different jewelry or you, you know, put on a different belt. It's the same kind of thing. Like you can change it. Um, but it's a great framework to keep you focused and keep you on task and to keep you moving forward toward your goals. And another piece of that is taking, you know, your goals in life and business with your family, with your partner, with your friends, those all get plugged in there too. Sure. I mean, you, you can do all of it. You can be as scheduled as you want to be, but I like to call it freedom within boundaries. I gotcha. Which is why I like the morning, afternoon, evening type of scheduling. So it's not a hard from one to one thirty. I do this. It's a sometime in these four hours, here's my list of things I have to accomplish. Sure. So it's a little more freedom okay. um, to be able to do that. Once you've done all that, then then you just continually, you know, pivot. Right. And and you have to make shifts and you have to change things and you'll reevaluate consistently. Um, and in 90 days, you'll be closer to your goals. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, I, I have been talking to my partners at uh, Envoy Mortgage about the things that I do that I don't love. And here's what I mean by that. Um when I started in mortgage 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, I saw 30 real estate agents a day. And it's because I was hungry and it's because I had to. I knew to keep my income level where it was when I was a director of sales in radio, mm-hmm. I needed to be the most productive loan officer I could possibly be in within like nine weeks of having that first mortgage job. I became the branch manager at the office, right? So that was because I was hungry and I was determined. I'm hungry and determined to make our radio show spectacular, and I'm hungry and determined to please every customer in either our broadcast mm-hmm. uh, medium or my mortgage business. That Those are the things I'm hungry to do, right? right. I'm mm-hmm. not hungry to go see 30 new realtors to build right. a book of business in a specific market, right? Mm-hmm. But what I do remember telling Dago Velasquez mm-hmm. uh, 17 years ago now, I said, Dago, 
Go find a builder to partner with, and you won't have to work as hard getting people in the door because once you have a builder relationship, your people will come in the door from the builder. Mm -hmm. And he ran off and did that and became one of the most uh, uh, popular lenders in his market uh, from doing just that. Mm -hmm. I need to go call on builders in Lafayette, Louisiana, (laughs) because I've got two products to sell them. I've got an awesome radio show that's listened to by over 70% of a homeowner audience. Mm -hmm. And those are people who may want to upgrade or at least have an addition done. So I need to go see builders for that. And I need to go see builders because I'm the smartest lender I know. (laughs) And I need to remember that. I actually said, uh, on a conversation with uh, my BNI group, I identify as the smartest right. lender in Acadiana. And now it's up to me to tell you that you need to identify me that way as well. Right. So anyway, we're talking about getting back to basics and and being more productive. And I think that's the way I need to do it. There you go. I'm glad you talked to that through. That was nice that we could all be here for it. <laughs> I want to just say this. I want to speak to, you know, the people that um, they want to do more, but they just can't. Yeah. And I want to speak to that because I'm one of those people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to work 12, 15 hours a day um, like I used to. Right. I can't. I can't. I just, I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the energy. I don't have the stamina for many, many reasons. Sure. And so I would say to those people, it is okay to take mm-hmm. a step back and to rebuild slowly. Yes. It is okay. Yes. And you have to be okay with the dip in income. I gotcha. You can't do it without losing momentum. Right. You can't do listen, if you're cutting back on what you're on your your activity your income is going to cut back as well. Sure. So be smart with your money. I gotcha. You know? That's great advice. I mean, I I took a huge step back two years ago, Mm -hmm. and I'm still okay. I'm still paying my bills. I'm still afloat. I still, you know what I mean? Sure. And I thought I would feel better physically by now. I don't. Well, okay. So I do what I can, and... You know, if you only have 40% to give on any given day and you give 40%, you've given 100% of what you have to give. That's exactly right. So I would just keep that in mind and know that, you know, it's just today. A, a hard day, a tired day, a low day, a bad day is just today. It's just the day. It's not your life. And I got to tell you, Londa, nobody expects you to work 12 to 15 hours a day. You're not on the clock (laughs) and and your business partner thinks you're doing great (laughs) and loves every single thing about you. And that's something you need to know. And I don't tell you that enough. That's right. No, you do. You actually do. I think it all the time, but I don't tell you enough that I'm very proud of you. And I love to watch you do what you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. There you have it, and there it is. This has been another edition of Austin's Off the Air. 
We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get involved and ask questions in our program, you can email Londa at SherwoodAustin.com or David at SherwoodAustin.com. We're going to be here again next week to go over whatever it is you need in your business and what we need in our business, and that's advertisers. We need you to join up and be a part of the organization. I'm David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. And we'll see you next week.